welcome to Did You Hear That? In Conversation tonight. My name is Jeff Hare. I gave my producer, Russ Omar, the night off. He deserved it, right? As much as he does for us. Anyway. Hey, uh, tonight our In Conversation segment, we are going to talk to a friend of mine. His name is Brian Gutierrez. Brian, in the early 1980s, played for the Seattle Seahawks. Now, he didn't play as a starter or a star or anything like that. No, Brian was one of the last guys on the roster. So my questions to him basically were, what's it like to be, A, on an NFL roster, but be one of the last guys on the roster, knowing that any minute it could end? I had a fascinating conversation with him. Here it is. Welcome to Did You Hear That? In Conversation today. Today, I got one I'm really excited about. You know, it's getting to be Super Bowl season, and everyone's all excited. We got the Chiefs playing against the 49ers, and we all know about the Patrick Mahomes of this world and Tom Brady and all the great players that have played before. But what about the guys who struggle? What about the guys who make a roster? And let's not let's be honest, making an NFL roster is incredible. For a person to be able to do that is something that <laughs> very few of us can say. He's had experiences that none of us had. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, is that not everybody is a star in the league. And everybody fights to hang on just like you and I fight to hang on our jobs. So today our conversation is with Brian Gutierrez. Brian used to play running back for the Seattle Seahawks. And was Brian a star? He'd be the first to tell you no. But Brian made it. He played a couple years in it. And uh, our conversation today is just going to be what it was like to be playing in an NFL on an NFL roster. But not being the star, but being down a bit and have to worry maybe about uh, you know things happening in the future. So Brian, take us through your football career. Oh, first of all, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, those were those were good times there. Um, coming out of uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, uh, at the time it was a Division two program. Um, it was it's in Central California, uh, so we're in between the big guys, Stanford and Cal and UCLA and, and SC. But um, we had pro days. Uh, scouts would come come through. Uh, to come through our school. We we had uh, um, some guys, uh, um, Jimmy Childs and uh, Robbie Martin made it. Um, uh, Mel Kaufman played for the world mm-hmm. champion Reds, uh, Redskins. Uh, Mel Kaufman also played for the Rams too, didn't he? Yes, 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 okay. and stuff. And so um, we we had scouts plus the 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 uh, late great John Madden. Uh, went 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 to school there, and and uh, he would hold a uh, annual golf tournament, mm. and so uh, we we got to meet a lot of uh, uh, NFL personalities. Uh, we actually was able to drive them around in the golf course uh, <laughs> and stuff, and so uh, that was a bunch of fun uh, and stuff. So um, as the years we had with decent teams, um, and um, you know we had uh, a Raiders Raider scout came one time uh, to our practice, and uh, I remember. Vividly, he was like, uh, uh, Brian, can I see your hands? And I'm like, can you see my hands? So he wanted to uh, measure my hands. <laughs> and so he, I showed him my hands and he was like, and he's like, okay. And so uh, later on, you, you understand that uh, they measure you from head to toe. Uh, they watch everything uh, about you and, and stuff. And so it, 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 isn't, it's, it isn't exact science. At the end of your season, senior season at San Luis Obispo, were you – Thinking NFL, were you thinking NFL was a possibility? Oh yes, oh yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, we had I had a good year, and and uh, as again, uh, we had many scouts come through. The Broncos, the, the, the uh, Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Seahawks came through, the Rams came through. 
And so we had other other places. Uh, I played with uh, Damone Johnson. Mm -hmm. Played uh, eight nine years with the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I blocked for Eric Dixon and and all those great backs over there. He played for the great Johnny Robinson and stuff. So, so we had uh, several people from our team uh, go out and and uh, get a get a shot at the NFL. How did you end up with the Seahawks? Um, well, like I said, they came down. Uh, we had a pro day, and uh, there was. There was uh, impressed with what, what I was doing. And, um, you know, I had, I had, I've actually had an opportunity between uh, them and then I had a, a meeting with uh, great tech stram uh, uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, actually they took me to Trader Joe's mm. and stuff like that. So it was between the Cowboys and the, uh, the Seahawks. Um, and my agent felt that um, I, I have a better shot uh, with the Seahawks and stuff. And uh, so, you know, I ventured up there and um, ended up in a, it was very very great experience very great experience first day of training camp you walk into the Seattle Seahawks facility what's it like seeing great players seeing the David Craig's and Jim Zorn and Steve Largent and the great players that the Seahawks had over the years well you you want to go in uh, you know confidence is everything mm -hmm. and and, and uh, you go in and you don't want to be like starstruck um, so you, you go in, you just you, you humble yourself, and you just you just kind of blend in. You, you know, you can't go in like, oh my God, that's Steve Large, and oh my God, that's Reggie, Reggie McKenzie. He, he, he was a part of the electric company that blocked for OJ. Blocked for OJ, right? And, and stuff. And so you, you can't. You, the great Ken Easley, mm -hmm. uh, UCLA All American, Hall of Famer. Um, you see these guys, and you're right next to them, and you know, just like you just like I'm one of the guys. You know, and stuff. And then, you you know, and then like you said to yourself, you know, don't mess this up, you know, go out, go out and play hard and, and do the right thing and, and stuff. And, and you, you got to gain their respect because, you know, you first thing you know, they don't know your name. You're known by Rook. Right. Hey, Rook, you know, and, and things like that, of that nature and stuff. And so as you uh, go through camp, go through go through things and they see. Uh, okay, this guy can help us and, and, and so like that. Then, you know, they come on, hey, hey, Brian, how's it going? When they first call you by your first name. You know you have a chance. You know you, got, you know you got a shot. You're in training camp and you see guys coming and going every day. Yes. You, is this something that weighs on your mind? I mean, you see a guy that maybe looked, maybe had a great catch in practice yesterday and is today no longer here or, I mean, is this oh, something? Most, most definitely. Uh, when, you, when, you come, when you come back in and you'll see – the locker two rows down, empty, and you're like, "Wow, you know." So it it, it does weigh heavy on your mind now, after practice. You know, am I going to be next? Um, did I do do it? Did I do enough? Um, you know, after after meal, and we would go into a film session, and and the coaches each individual coach would go into each individual room, and you're watching film and you're looking and you know you could see. Oh man, I missed that. I missed that block. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't hit that hole hard enough. So you know, you wonder, uh, am I going to be? Am I going to be next? And then, then you call your agent. Mm -hmm. You're calling your agent. Hey, what's 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 the word? You know, and they're, they're, hey, just calm down. You're doing good. They, they they like what you're doing. You know, so you get that reassurance. Right. Uh, you get that reassurance from your representative, and then you know, you just you just go in to the next day. You you just go in like. Like nothing, like you're part of the team. You tell yourself, I'm part of this team. I'm going to make this team. Cut down day. Or as they call them, the NFL Turk day. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. You have what, yeah, I think when you played, it was what, two or three separate Turk days where they would come in at two or three separate yes. times during the training yes. camp. 
But the last one, you're getting to be the end of August, 1st of September. You yeah. know that Sunday they're going to make their cuts for the game the following week. Right. What's that like? Very nervous. Very nervous. Um, you, you tell yourself uh, you did everything you can uh, to, to, to make the team. Um, you've seen a lot of people that weren't there when you first started. So you start to feel more confident and, um, you know, so you, you just, you just continue to, you don't you try not to let it bother you. Uh, I, I remember I went out to dinner and, uh, just, uh, hung out and, and everything. And, and just like, it was a normal day, just prepare myself for the next day. Do they tell you you made it? I mean, no, they they go through your agent. I mean, but go through your agent. All right. So now you, now you Sunday afternoon and you're in the, you're in the facility getting the workout in or practicing or watching film. You see, Hey, there's not a lot of guys here. Right. I mean, at that point, you know, Hey, I think I made it. Or does somebody come up and tell you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, your agent will call you. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, congratulations. Good job. Ah, Okay. You you made, you made the, made the roster, uh, things like that. And, and, and at the time I, I had, um, I had some nicks and bruises and stuff. And so it was like, well, you know, you're going to, you're going to be put on IR and stuff. And so I was on IR injured reserve, injured reserve mm-hmm. and, and, uh, wasn't on the active roster. Uh, but I was still a part of the organization at the time. Uh, and then when we, uh, we started the season, um, and, um, unfortunate situation happened with I, who I call the first Kurt Warner, a uh, great running back out of mm-hmm. Penn state, right. uh, uh, got hurt. And, um, so, we we didn't know you know was it season ending and, and things of that nature it ended up being season ending so i'm i'm thinking next man up so i'm thinking okay i i, I got a shot at this and so once you come off irr you know or injury reserve uh then you may be put on the active roster well i get a call from my agent i'm thinking okay hey this is it they tell you nah man it, um they they're going to release you and I'm like, whoa, hmm. they're releasing you for Franco Harris. <laughs> the great Franco Harris. <laughs> the great Franco Harris. Uh, they're bringing Franco Harris in uh, and stuff. And then that's where you really hit you that this is a business. It you actually heard about it on the radio, didn't you, on your way into the facility? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hmm. You know, that Franco was coming in and stuff. So Franco's coming in somebody's going out. You start looking at the roster and saying, yeah. I'm one of the few men down the foot down. Yeah, well, I'm down, yeah, you know, a, a future Hall of Famer uh, coming in, so. And you were there two years with the Seahawks? Yeah, about two years, yes. How How is it going to practice every day? Is this, do you, do you like the sword of Democles is over your head that at any time they can? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, I mean, I guess we see on hard knocks where Bruce Arians released a guy because he parked in the wrong parking spot. or happens. And you see Jeff Fisher released a guy because the guy asked a question or something like oh, that. that happens. And, oh, that happens. Uh, if, you're, if you're late for special teams, or if you're late, or, or let me think, take this back. If, if you have a nicks and bruises and uh, they, they say, okay, you've got to go see the trainer and you have to have a program with the trainer, if you don't show up, or you're late, you can get cut mm-hmm. immediately. Immediately, it just um, it lets you know it is a serious business, and there's no room if you're down on a totem pole like I was. There's no room for mistakes. There's no room for being late to a meeting. There's no room for not um, taking care of my injuries. I know you told um, me a story one time about how you're walking off the practice field, and Chuck Knox, the coach. 
yes. came past you in the golf cart and kind of threw you know threw some shade on you and you had you kind of concerned. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was running behind. <laughs> I was running behind for uh, special teams, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all of a sudden I could hear the golf cart, and I'm like, oh, you hear that golf cart? You know. Coach Knox was pretty much the only one driving that golf cart. <laughs> and so I'm hearing that golf cart, and I'm, and I'm already knowing I'm behind. And I'm moving at, at, a, at a quick pace. And he just drives up. He's, he just says, Rip. He says, I don't know. You know? <laughs> and he just smiled and drove on. He just drove on. You know, and oh, that, that was um, nerve-wracking because, uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know. I'm not going to make it to the end of practice or when I get back into the locker room, you know, Hey, we need to see you in the, you know, we need to see you in the, the office with the general manager. The winter and spring between your first and second season. All right. You go, you go through the first season, yeah. you go get ready to start the second season. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think you have a better chance or do you still know, Hey, you know what? The, the numbers just they don't, they don't add up a lot of ways. Well, you, because each spring you got new you got new drafts coming mm-hmm. in you got free agents uh, coming in um, you know you start seeing free agents come in uh, and and you're like okay you you know and and they're what do we call a name player or, or has had two or three or four or five years in 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 the league already um, because what you know you understand automatically a, a name brings in. Uh, revenue brings in people are paying to see Frank Harris. Yeah. People are paying to see a Kurt Warner or they're Ken Easley. Ken Easley, and and the business aspect really takes effect on on uh, over talent and and personality or whatever you think it is mm-hmm. because the NFL means not for long and that's what it is not for long and they are always looking for the next best thing they're looking for people to fill those seats and to i think i heard somewhere where they said that when you make an nfl roster the first thing you're doing is figuring out your replacement that is true that Mm. is true that is true so um you know the the best ability is availability you 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 know you can't make it in 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 the uh, training room you know so you know that the pressure to stay healthy to, to take care of your body, uh, uh, um, to do the right things each and every time is is paramount. Every time you, you you step into that office. When did you realize you made it? You were in the league. Was it the Bruce Smith incident? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> funny you bring that up. Yeah, uh, the great Bruce Smith was. Uh, I had to block him <laughs> for Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and Buffalo for people Bills. who don't know, Bruce Smith yes. is one of the all time great uh, defensive all players and yes. they never yes. played in the league. Yes, for a man that big. Uh, to move that fast was amazing, hmm. uh, and uh, I, I thought I put a good lick on him, and he <laughs> just he just sideswiped me, moved over, and next thing I know, I'm watching like, uh oh, you know, and it wasn't too good because, you know, as you know, he was he's a Hall of Fame player, great great player, and um, his job was to get the quarterback, and he did it very well. You get released. You hear it, your agent calls you, you hear on the radio they signed Franco Harris, you're kind of wondering as I'm driving in, uh-oh, this may be an incident. We'll see how today goes. Yeah. You get there, your agent gets a hold of you, says, all right, they're releasing you, we have, just have your stuff, they'll get your gear and all that. 
was there any other things that may have been available to you at that point? Any other teams come calling, or was there any other opportunities you had? Well, I had an opportunity with the then San Diego Chargers, um, and uh, my agent, Finagle, uh, uh, a, a, a tryout with them. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had a tryout with them, and um, I thought I did well. Uh, but at that time, the, the USFL was, um, was there, and then, then it folded. And then they uh, they uh, signed the great uh, Gary Anderson out, out of the league. He played for the Tampa Bay Bandits at that time. Right. Uh, he was a dual dual uh, running back, catch the ball, great great player. They signed him, and uh, that was pretty much it. I, I, I didn't get signed, and, and um, so you know, my, you know, I just um, moved on into what we call the civilian world. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, which happens every year to thousands of guys. And, and like you say, they made it. You know, you played. I didn't. I mean, I, I'd love to know what it was like to play in a training camp. And I know, you know, it's it's even for two years in a league, you can walk out of there with memories that very very few of us can ha ever have what it was like to play there. And yeah. Yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it was great. A uh, great part of my life uh, and stuff. And so, um, you know, uh, my mom always says, uh, you know, it was, it, it, there was a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, for it, and and, uh, and she was just glad that I didn't uh, get severely hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, moms. You know, right, so, right. Uh, but uh, it was a great, great experience. Seattle's uh, uh, Seattle organization, great organization, great, great people up there. Great you pull for Seattle when you watch them on TV on Sunday? Uh, I do, I do, I do pull for them. Mm -hmm. I do pull for them. Uh, you know, they did great. They did great. Pete Carroll uh, did a great, great job with them. Great job with them. Well, Brian, thank you for joining us. Our guest today has been Brian Gutierrez. Brian played for the Seattle Seahawks for a couple of years in the early 80s, yes. or the mid-80s, I would yes. say. And, again, he had memories that very few of us could ever have. I mean, he played in the NFL and knows what it's like to line up and go out there on the field on a Sunday afternoon and see 80,000 people wanting you killed or 80,000 people wanting you, wanting you to score a touchdown. But, yes. uh, so we thank you for joining us today. And did you hear that in conversation? Our guest has been Brian Gutierrez. Well, it's been Brian Gutierrez. He, as I say, he played running back for the Seattle Seahawks uh, back in the early 80s. And uh, it's a fascinating conversation, just a whole life of what it is to play in the NFL and what it is to get to that level. And uh, I really appreciate him taking a minute and kind of, kind of taking us through it, I guess. This has been Did You Hear That In Conversation. My name is Jeff Hare. I thank you for tuning in tonight. I'll be back later in the week with another story. Of course, personal week coming up Sunday, and I will have another interview next week. I got a fascinating one lined up for us there, too. In the meantime, we'll listen to the great Miles Davis take us home. Good evening.